Welcome to Mucky Landon, population 499 and a half. I'm Virgil Slatter. Me and my partner Harmon Truesdale own the Mucky Landing Market Diner and Hardware Emporium at the corner of St. John's and Broad. If you got lost looking for that pancake house in Dover with the big Amish guy statue in front of it, because they keep moving the statue around to other businesses, and you ended up here by mistake, that's how most folks find Mucky Landon, unless they were born here, you be sure to stop by and say hi. While you're here, try one of Harmon's Red Hot Chili Pepper Pig's Feet on a Stick. Get a free small milkshake if you can eat the whole thing without passing out. Mucky Landing, a sort of a podcast. Season 2, Episode 4. Locks, Socks, and Two Smoked Malonies. Hey, Verge. Sorry I'm late. I stopped off by the odors place on my way in to pick up some fresh produce. I had a little trouble getting out of there. Check out these radishes. What happened? What's that? You said you had some trouble getting out of there. You, you run into somebody who wanted to talk? Nah, nah. I was the only one there this morning. Well, aside from the girls working the produce stand. Boy, look at these big-ass beauties. Are they gorgeous or what? If you like radishes, which I don't. So what kind of well, trouble Well, I'm going to carve you... these into, like, little radish flowers and use them uh, as a topper for tomorrow's bologna and clam pasta bake. What kind of trouble These did are going you... in that empty spot where the rutabagas used to be. I can't believe Miss Pucker bought up every last one of those rutabagas I got up at the Vietnamese grocery in Dover last week. Who the hell needs that many rutabagas? She's making rutabaga noodle casseroles for a welcome dinner they're having for newcomers over at the Flames of Fire and Grace Wright Primitive Baptist Church. So what you did think you... think she know by now that her casseroles are scaring off potential converts? Harmon! What? What happened while you were at Yoder's place? Oh, nothing. Much. Spell it. What did you do? Uh, really, it wasn't anything. I, I was just talking with the girls working the stand. The girls? Lavini Yoder and Graceless Zook are old enough to be your grandmother. Well, it wasn't them. Y you know, I always get those two mixed up. Which is the one who just grunts if you say anything to her? That's Graceless. She's a cousin of theirs. One of the Westover Amish. You know, I've heard she was quite a looker when she was young. Seriously? Hard to believe. I know, but apparently she was. Caught the eye of a young fertilizer salesman out of New Jersey way back in the day, and she returned the sentiment. Problem was... He wasn't Amish. Ooh, one of the English. That could be bad. Yeah. Her dad got wind of it just as Graceless and her fellow were preparing to sneak across the state line to Elkton and get married. Guy disappeared before they could run. Rumor has it he's still in the fertilizer business, only now he's supplying it from six feet under one of the Zook soybean fields. Wow. You think old Mr. Zook made him an offer he couldn't refuse? <laughs> Don't know. But after the guy disappeared, Graceless not only refused to marry anybody else, she took a vow never to talk to another man again, including her father. I can see that. Your dad doing a Luca Brazzi and sending your boyfriend to sleep with the soybeans kind of screws up the whole Norman Rockwood perfect family look. Norman Rockwell. And you've been watching The Godfather again, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Fired up the old VCR over the weekend and did a 333 Mafia Marathon. It was great. What the hell is a 333 Mafia Marathon? Watched all three parts three times over three nights. Good God. I don't even know how that's possible. 
you put in a full day here at the store on Friday and Saturday and a half day on Sunday. Adds up to 26 hours and 45 minutes, all told. I almost gave up a little after 3 a.m. this morning, but, you know, just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. Anyway, I did not know all that about Grace Lazook. Explains the grunts, though. Lavina and Graceless must be off visiting relatives or something. Lucky for you. That's a whole lot of ugly to be looking at first thing in the morning. You're telling me. So who was running the produce stand? Oh, uh, just some cousins from Ohio. Sisters, staying at the odor compound for a few weeks. Oh, uh, yeah? And uh, maybe looking for husbands or something. Oh, but here's the thing, Verge. They're actually triplets. Amish triplets. And these gals are lookers. And they're real friendly, if you get my drift. Not like the Amish from around here. The one I was mostly talking to said they just turned 21. So I'm guessing they're all legal, too. Harmon, you are not Amish husband material. Hell, you're not anybody's husband material. I know that, but you know me, Virgil. I'm a sucker for a girl in a bonnet. You know I had a fling with Psycho Bob's girlfriend, Raven, back before she stopped being Amish and turned goth. Yeah, you told me about that. Her name was Annabelle then. Annabelle Yoder. Boy, howdy, she was something else. I think about some of our secret rendezvouses every time I pass a cornfield on a ha, on a ha, ha, on a really toasty moonlit summer night. I hated to call it off. So why did you? Well, you know, she was always a little intense. You've probably noticed how she stares at you and doesn't ever blink. I have. A little unnerving, if you ask me. Yeah, so she started getting really pissed about me only seeing her at night out in the cornfield, and she went from a little unnerving to downright scary. So that's when you called it quits? Well, it actually took a while before I finally broke up with her, because when she wasn't scaring the shit out of me, she was a lot of fun. She finally told me towards the end there that she needed me to break into their house the next weekend while everybody was at the Stoltzfus's house for Sunday services and haul out her hope chest so the two of us could run off and get married. I told her I wasn't going to do that. So she came at me with a milk bucket and a big old kitchen knife, and I skedaddled. Smart man. So the next time I went to meet her in the cornfield... You went back? One word, Verge. Crotchless bloomers. She got word to me that all was forgiven, so off I went for a night of sweet romance. Only when I showed up, she had that damn bucket again and shoved it over my head. Next thing I knew, her five older brothers were beating the crap out of me. Ooh, that's cold. Well, you know what the Godfather says. Revenge is a dish that tastes best when it is cold. Annabelle serves it cold in a galvanized bucket. That's a lesson for you, Harmon. You don't want to mess with those Pearson's Corner Amish. And the same goes for our local Amish here in Mucky Landon. Graceless Zook may have fallen for a Jersey fertilizer salesman, but you're just full of shit. You're not selling it. Those Yoder cousins have trouble written all over them. Give it up before you end up sleeping with the soybeans yourself. Oh, looks like we got customers. All right, I'm going to take these radishes on back to the kitchen and get the day started. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Isn't that what I was saying? It didn't sound like it to me, Sal. It sounded to me like you were saying lilies was the way to go. Now, what's wrong with lilies? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with lilies. I like lilies. Lilies are beautiful. We can't do lilies. Oh, Marlon, you're confusing me again, Nick. I like lilies. You like lilies, but we can't do lilies? That's right, we can't. Now shut up about the lilies. We got business here. Good morning. How are you, sir? Oh, fair to partly cloudy, I guess. How about yourself? (laughs) Fair to partly cloudy. You hear that, Sal? We're living in the country now, aren't we? Yeah, you're right about that, Nick. We just bought a place down near Crooked Gut. (laughs) (laughs) Crooked Gut. (laughs) I love that name. Oh, newcomers. 
Well, welcome to the Mucky Land and Market Diner and Hardware Emporium. I'm Virgil Slatter. I'm the owner. Oh, nice to meet you, Mr. Slatter. Call me Virgil. This is a small town. We're all on a first-name basis here. Well, how about that? You hear that, Sal? First names only. Yeah, I like that. Yep, everybody knows everybody around here. That I don't like so much. Yeah, he's kidding. He's such a kidder. You'll get used to him. He's always joking around. No, I'm not. Well, uh, glad to meet you, Virgil. I'm Nick. Nick Costello. What the hell happened to first names only? I'm being polite. Why? Because this ain't New York, and I wasn't raised by... By wolves. Introduce yourself. Sal. Go on. Okay. Sal. Vittori. That's as far as I'm comfortable with right now. Oh, uh, no problem, Sal. It's actually Sal Bambino. He's in therapy. Uh, stop being so paranoid, will you? These are nice people here. So, you just bought a place here. Vacation home? Uh, more like a place to lay low for a while. And relax. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a, a permanent vacation. We're um, retired. Well, congratulations. Retirement. Man, I'd love that. Say, I heard you mention New York. Is that where you're from? Yeah, New York, that's right. Not me. Oh, uh, yeah? Where are you from? South Philly. Oh, that's practically part of Delaware right there. Hey, Virgil. Excuse me just a minute. I'll be right with you, Mitch. Got some customers, new folks in town. No need. You left Philadelphia Department when you was 18. Day. Yep. After he's 26 years in the Bronx, I think you can say you're from New York. No, my parents would kill me. They'd say I was denying I my birthright and my, my heritage. They died 12 years ago. God rest their souls. So, New York, huh? What part? Uh, the Bronx, actually. And Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens. Uh, he doesn't need to know all that New Sal? Jersey, Staten Island, Long Island. South. Florida and sometimes Vegas, that's it. Uh, wow. I, I've lived here in Mucky Landed my whole life. I can't imagine moving around that much. Nah, nah our home was in the Bronx. We just had business in all them other places. Couple of busy beavers. So, uh, what kind of business were you fellas in? Well, we were... Uh... It's a, a small family business. Uh, not very interesting. And anyway, we're retired. So, who wants to talk business? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, anyway, the guy up at the gas station on the highway... The he, Lubintune? Yeah, yeah, that was it. The, the lube and tune. <laughs> yeah. Lube and tune. <laughs> well, anyway, so the, the guy at the lube and tune. That would be Bob Furkin. <laughs> Furkin. Sal, Sal. Manners. Uh -huh. uh, you'll have to forgive Sal here. This is his first time down this way. What are you talking about, my first time? You forgot about that casino job with the Scampi brothers? Uh, Sal, uh, that was Jersey. You've never been here before, right? Delaware's not part of New Jersey? I didn't know that. Most folks think Delaware's part of Pennsylvania. I thought it was a river. Hey, I went to Catholic school. Once we learned the layout of Vatican City, we were pretty much done with geography. Uh, so anyway, this Bob Firkin person said that this was the best place around if we needed to buy some construction materials and uh, some uh, gardening supplies. Well, he'd be right about that. Yeah. So what are you looking for? Uh, I, I got a list right here. Yeah, let's see what we got here. Cinder blocks, cement mix, couple of shovels, glass cutter, hacksaw, three boxes of ammo, what caliber you need. Oh, wait, it says 38, right? Right. Excuse the handwriting. I wrote the list in the car, and Sal was driving way too fast as usual. You'll always complain about my driving. Why do you do that? Sometimes we need to go fast. I always manage to get you where you're going safe and sound, don't I? Yeah, you do, but you drive too fast, and you and you tailgate. Nobody better at losing the tail, am I right? Sal, 
You gotta remember, we don't got as many buddies on the police force here as we did in the city. And until we do, you gotta be careful out on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a couple of more items on the other side. Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. Yeah, no problem. We got all this in stock. The only thing I'm gonna have to check on is the lime. I may only have five 50-pound bags, and you need six. Well, we'll take whatever you got. You, did you put socks on the list? No, I did not put socks on the list. <sighs> you and socks. What is this thing with you and socks? I like socks. Well, you don't need any more socks. Oh, come on, Nick. This is the first time we've been here. I need socks from this place for my collection. You got enough souvenir socks to open up your own stand on the Coney Island boardwalk. I bet if you did your own laundry, you'd only buy socks that match, and all in the same color, too. Black is nice. Hey, pal, you don't uh, happen to sell socks here, do you? Like for tourists, you know, with a map of Delaware or something like that on them? Sure do. In the Homeland Security and Cheap Souvenirs aisle, we're exclusive vendors for the Muskrat Love Pantry and Boudoir Collection. They do socks, panties, oven mitts, you name it, all with these cute little muskrats printed on them. Hot damn. This is going to be a pretty big load. Uh, you fellas got a truck? Now, do we look like truck drivers? No, you look more like tourists. Don't be rude, Sal. Uh, yeah, we're in the black Lincoln that's parked out front. I was hoping maybe we could have it delivered. Eh, I'll give Booty Sheets a call and uh, see if he's free to haul everything out to your place and unload it. Uh, you said you're out near Crooked Gut? Correct. And is the delivery going to a home or to a business location? A uh, boat. We have what you might call a home-based business, kind of a hobby. Nothing big. Okay. So Booty will charge you a flat rate of $14.92 cash only, and you'll pay him the delivery fee directly when he shows up. $14.92. And he needs exact change. That's uh, weirdly specific. And cheap. Can't be based on distance. We're a ways out from here. No, it's based on 1492 being the only correct answer Booty ever gave on a history test. It's one of his only achievements in life so far, and he's afraid he'll forget it if he doesn't keep repeating it. He charges everybody the same amount. That's a really strange pricing system. Which would be explained by Booty being a really strange guy. If you ever met his mama, you'd understand. There's something else you should know about Booty, aside from the fact that he's a lousy businessman. And uh, what would that be? Well, Booty's a bit of a local character. We're used to him, but folks from out of town are sometimes uh, a little shocked when they see him the first time. What, is he a kind of, some kind of freak, like uh, the Elephant Man or something? Oh, no. He's a normal-looking guy, mostly. It's just that he makes some rather odd choices about how to dress in public. Oh, well, I had an aunt like that. Aunt Zella. Never wore a dress, only pants. Lots of women wear pants, Sal. Yeah, Zella wore a tuxedo. She did well for herself running a business down near the docks and had money, so uh, everybody just said she was uh, eccentric. With Booty, it's more what he doesn't wear. Which is... Uh, pants. He doesn't wear pants. Yeah. He usually just runs around in his BVDs, especially now that the weather's warming up. He's harmless, but you might want to warn people at your house. Well, it's just us, so no worries. But I'm glad you told me. It's going to take me a while to check inventory and put together a price list for you. Uh, you want to wait, or you can come back in a bit, however you want to do it. That guy who came in said he was coming for breakfast. 
You do breakfast here? Sure do. Why don't we grab some breakfast while we wait, Nick? Sounds good. Harmon's our head chef. I, I don't know what the special is this morning, so uh, ask him if you want to know. Diner side's over that way. Just follow the smell. Thanks. Yeah, you know, Nick, they did a good job at that little car wash. That one up near the casino. Yeah, yeah, they got all those stains out of the carpet in the trunk without batting an eye. I'll use them again. Good to know. I want to go look at the socks first. Oh, you went socks. Here's your coffee, sugar and creamer right here. Couple of menus, and I'll just give you a minute to look those over while I drop off this order for Mitch. I'll be back to take your order in just a couple minutes, hon. Well, that was unexpected. Did he just call us hun? I do believe he did. Hmm. And do you suppose he's, uh... Probably. Uh, check out the walk from the back. Oh, no, don't lean over and stare. <laughs> you just missed the pirouette when he poured coffee for that guy over there. Huh. Didn't expect to see that out here in the sticks. No, me neither. Yeah, pass the sugar, will you? Sure. Here you go. Nah, not, not the blue packet. Real sugar. You know what the doctor said. We got the yellow packets if you like those better. Nah, I'm good. I'll use the blue. You know, you're taking all the fun out of life, Nick. You know that, don't you? I'd just like to not have you drop dead on me. I'm not gonna drop dead. Hey, look, they got sticky buns and Scrapple. Scrapple? Never heard of it. Eh, it's a Pennsylvania thing. Didn't know they had it down here. Boy, I haven't had Scrapple since I was a kid. Where do you see Scrapple? Yeah, right there, on the leftover parts. Yoder's Souse, Yoder's Bologna Logs, Kirby and Holloway Selections, Rapper Scrapple. I don't recognize any of this stuff. Oh, that reminds me. Did you take your Prilosec this morning? Of course I took my Prilosec. I always take my Prilosec. You're the one who needs all the reminders. That stupid robot lady of yours, uh, Alice, Alicia, Altoona. Alexa. Yeah, you're her. She pops off 40 times a day reminding you to take your pills, check the mail, go to bed. Makes me crazy. Are we ready to order? I'm warning you, Sal. She gets on my nerves once too often. I'll get rid of her. Uh, if you need a few more minutes. One uh... shot, boom. She's out in the trash on her way to the dump. Uh, you know what? I I'll come back in a minute, uh, hun. Wait. Yes, sir, hun. Okay, look, I was going to place an order, but now i got to ask you something. You keep calling us Hun. Is that a mucky landing thing? Yeah, yeah, we're from New York. So we're not real familiar with, uh, uh, how do you say it, the, the, the local dialect. Sal, he's speaking English. It's not like Hun is Swahili or something. Ah, you know what I mean. So, uh, what's with the hun, Mr. Perky? Sal. I'm just being friendly is all. Well, stop it. You're embarrassing me. Oh, no, it's okay. I I'm calling everybody hun this morning because that's what Evan Rude does. The customers like it, and I don't want to break the flow, hun. Evan Rude? Well, Evan Rude Twilly. She's waiting tables for us this summer, only she called out today on account of she's going with Mercury and Yamaha to see the Tony Danza and Dawn tribute extravaganza tonight at Dover Downs. And it's going to take her most of the day to put on her makeup. You know how it is, hon. Girl's got to make herself look pretty. <laughs> yeah, what did I tell you? Stop that. Uh, you said this girl has taken both a car and a motorcycle to go see a show? I I'm curious, why is that? I'm not following you. You said she's going to the show with a Mercury and a Yamaha. Oh, no. Mercury's her brother, and Yamaha's her twin sister. Their daddy's hardcore into bass fishing. Tony Danza. 
Ain't he dead? No, you're thinking of Matt Dillon, hon. The guy from Gunsmoke? No, the guy from Bubba Hotep. Oh, the one with the chin? Yeah, him, hon. I always get him mixed up with the guy from Ghostbusters. Now, he's dead, hon. I did not know that. Did you know that, Nick? I did not. And if this round robin goes on any longer, I'm going to have to shoot somebody to put myself out of my own misery. Okay, that would probably be me, because it usually is. So, no problem. I'll stop shooting my mouth off, and you just stop shooting. My mouth is zipped, and right now, fairly dry. I think I'll just step back in the kitchen and get myself a glass of water. Uh, hon. Stop that, and stay right where you are. I'm going to place an order. Yes, sir. Absolutely, hun, sir. Fine. I'd like a bagel. Lightly toasted with lox and a schmear. Lox? Yeah, lox. On a bagel. Correct. Lox on a bagel with a schmear. You do serve lox, don't you? Well, we have lox. I wouldn't exactly say we serve lox, though. It's more like we sell them. Well, then can you sell me some lox on a bagel with a schmear? Well, not here on the diner side. Oh. Oh, what, you sell them on the grocery side? What have you got, like a, a build-your-own-bagel thing? Not exactly. You head towards the groceries, but take a ride at the Homeland Security and Cheap Souvenirs aisle until you get to the burglar tools, hubcaps, and fresh bait section. You keep locks in a bait cooler. Oh, God, no, that would be weird. They're next to the bait cooler, in a bin next to the school supplies. Of course, because that's not weird at all. Not around here. Where do you usually find locks? In a deli on a bagel with a schmear. You know what? Forget the locks. I don't think I want to chance it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Just give me the bagel with the schmear. Very light. With a schmear? Yes, with the schmear. Very light. A very light schmear. Correct. I was afraid you were going to say that. I hate to ask, but why? Well, because I'm afraid I don't want to tell you I'm fresh out of schmears. You're out of cream cheese? Damn. I was going to try one of those jalapeno cream cheese bologna rolls. For breakfast? With your acid reflux? Oh, wait. A schmear is cream cheese? Yes, I got that. I have cream cheese. Boy, you New Yorkers kind of got your own language, don't you? Okay, so a bagel with cream cheese. Okay, see, here's another one of those things I'm afraid to tell you on account of I'm not real sure what the consequences might be, but wouldn't you know it? You're I'm fresh, fresh out, out of bagels. Forget the bagel. I gotta watch my carbs anyway. How about some Greek yogurt topped with granola and a slice of avocado toast on the side? Okay. Hmm. There's a problem with that? Just a little teeny one. What do you happen to be fresh out of? Yogurt and granola. Actually, I don't even stock it. Folks around here think it tastes like sour milk topped with shredded cardboard. <sighs> what do you suggest, then? I could sprinkle some instant oatmeal on a bowl of banana pudding. Pass. Tell me about the next thing you're fresh out of. Um, can't think of anything right now. Why don't you tell me what you want, and I'll tell you I'm out of it, if I am out of it. Seems like that's just what we've been doing, but okay. Let me start with something easy. You got bread? Yes, yes I do. That's one. Moving on. Do you have lemons? Yes, lemons. I got lemons. Lots and lots of lemons. More lemons than you can shake a stick at. Wonderful. Now, last try. Something a little more out of the ordinary. Ah, oh, shit. Do you have avocados? Yes, I have avocado. Three for three, yay me. Hey, fine. Avocado toast it is. Did I win something? Kind of felt like I won something there. B besides the pleasure of making me happy? No. Oh, yeah. Good enough. <sighs> Sal, you know what you want? Oh, I don't know if I want a sticky bun or the bologna roll. Decisions, decisions. Take the bun, leave the bologna. Yeah. 
No. Baloney roll. I'll take the baloney roll. I don't know why I bothered to talk to you. You never listened to me. I heard you. That's not the same thing. So, jalapeno or pickles in that cream cheese, hon? Jalapenos. Oh, my God. You got it, hon. What's today's special? Well, that's the cluck and squeal platter. Three eggs any way you want them, grits with butter, hash browns, a homemade biscuit with gravy, and your choice of bacon, sausage, or scrapple. If I may ask, what exactly is scrapple? Well, it starts out as a mush of ground-up pig parts and cornmeal. Then they mold it into a brick, and you cut slices off of it to cook it. I either fry it up medium so you can get the full liver taste, or extra crispy so it just tastes burnt. I serve it with a side of apple butter to slather on top, if you don't want to taste it at all. Pass. That special sounds great. I'll have that. Sal, the cholesterol. Good choice. How do you want your eggs, hon? Over easy. Bacon, sausage, or scrapple, hon? Medium scrapple with apple butter plus a side of bacon. Sal, really? I'm hungry. Anything else? Uh, I'm still thinking about that sticky bun. No, no, you're not. That's it. It, nothing else. All right, that's one jalapeno bologna roll, cluck and squeal platter with medium scrapple, apple butter, and extra bacon, and an order of avocado toast. Coming right up, huns. So, uh, listen, getting back to business. I don't mind doing the digging, but you think I can make the next one we do a little more shallow? That last one almost killed me. Holy shit, who are those guys? Nick, did you hear what I said? I'm not talking to you right now. Ah, dummy jeez, here we go. I know you, Sal. I saw you looking at him. Okay, Booty, you got that? Right. You just keep going out on Big Stone Beach Road and look for the crooked gut turnoff. Virgil, Virgil! You, you got it. About a half mile down on the right. Virgil! Hang on, Booty. Harmon, I'll be done in a second. You just wait a minute. Yep, told him. Yep, $14.92. Yep, told him about the pants. Virgil! Booty, I need to go. Harmon needs me for something. Okay, uh, let me know if you have any problems. Bye. Okay, Harmon. Tell me what's so all-fired important you gotta interrupt me while I'm talking with Booty Sheets. It's hard enough to hear him with his mama yelling at him in the background without having you yelling at me in the foreground. He's got his mama with him in the truck? She needed airing out. Sorry, Verge, but you gotta hear this. I got something pretty important on my mind. And... Well, that's different. Maybe we should hold a parade to commemorate the moment. I'm not kidding, Verge. Neither am I. It's about those two guys who were in here a while ago. What, the New York guys? Yeah, those two. So... Nice fellas. Oh, you won't think that when I tell you what I heard. Herman, you have got to stop being so suspicious of strangers. I liked them. They were nice as could be. A little hard to understand, but they were nice guys. Yeah, but you didn't hear Mitch them liked them, too. He chatted with them a bit while you were in the kitchen cooking their order. Yeah, but if you heard what They I... put in a big order. Booty's on his way out there now with the delivery. Paid cash, too. <gasps> Booty's heading out to their place? Isn't that what I just said? Oh, I don't know if that's a real good idea, Verge. Nah, it's okay. I, I told him about the pants. That's not what I'm... Look, Virgil, you send Booty out there, and you know what could happen? No. What could happen? Booty could go out there, and he could see something, or hear something, or do something, or, or whatever, and he'd be too stupid not to shoot his mouth off about what he saw or heard or did. And then you know what would happen? No. What would happen? They'd make Booty tell him who sent him out there. And Booty would tell him. Oh, this is ridiculous. Harmon, 
I told them I'd call Booty and he'd make the delivery, so they already know who sent him. Oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Now cut that out. What has got you so worked up? You said you heard something? Oh, right. Forgot about that part. Sorry, I was too busy panicking. As usual. So what did you hear? Right, okay. So I guess after they talked to you about their order, they came over to the lunch counter, only since it was morning and everybody was ordering breakfast, I guess I should say they came over to the breakfast counter. Skip that part. Oh, okay. So they came over and sat down at the counter. The big guy was carrying a pair of those muskrat love socks, the yellow ones with the two little pink muskrats kissing on the side. I think maybe he got them for his wife or his girlfriend or something. Although you never know, you know, you, you can't make assumptions about people. And they were a size extra large, and I don't want to be sexist or anything. Short but... version, Harmon. Right. So they ordered two coffees, which I brought out, and then there was some discussion about sugar, and then I brought out their coffees and Mitch's order. I dropped off the coffees and gave them menus, and then I went down to the other end to give Mitch his order, and of course he'd been doctoring his coffee with bourbon from that flask he carries and was starting to perk up. So I stayed and talked with him for a couple minutes, and then I went back to take their orders, and that's when I heard it. Heard what? Heard him planning to kill somebody. Do what? Yeah, they're going to kill some woman. The little guy says he's tired of listening to her, so he's going to shoot her. Oh, come on. You must have misunderstood what they were saying. No, Virgil, I heard him. Heard him clear as day. The little guy said he was tired of hearing her talk all the time, so he was going to get rid of her. One shot, boom. That's what he said. And then he said he was going to haul her body out to the dump. You sure you didn't just mishear what they were saying? No, I was standing right in front of them, ready to take their orders. Made my blood run cold, I tell you. Just plain cold-blooded, that's what it is. That little guy especially. The little guy? You mean, uh, what's his name? Nick. He said that right in front of you. What did you do? Oh, I was smart. I played dumb. Not much of a stretch. And I tried to hightail it back into the kitchen, but then they wanted to ask all kinds of questions about Tony Danza and Evan Rude and Bubba Hotep and the menu and I don't know what all. They asked about Evan Rude? I don't like the sound of that. Why did they want to know about Evan Rude? I don't know. She just came up for some reason. I was so nervous after hearing them talking about rubbing out that lady that I was having a hard time following the conversation. Oh, oh, and the little guy kept on talking about locks and bagels. I couldn't figure it out in the heat of the moment, but now I'm thinking it was maybe some kind of safe cracker code. I don't know, Harmon. But wait, just as I was going back into the kitchen to cook their orders, they started talking about it again. About what? Safe cracking? No, about getting rid of the body. The big guy apparently didn't like the idea of hauling her out to the dump, so he was going to bury her in a shallow grave instead. Seriously? Swear to God. And this isn't the first time they've done this, neither. He said the last one they killed almost killed him. Must have been a shootout. No kidding. Hmm. You know, that shopping list of theirs was a little suspicious. Now that I hear what you're saying... What'd they buy? Uh, hang on, I got the whole list uh, right here. Uh, cinder blocks, cement mix, two shovels, glass cutter, hacksaw, three boxes of thirty-eight special ammo. Holy shit, Verge! And 300 pounds of lime. To dissolve all the bodies, just like that Walter Winchell guy making the meth out there in the Alabama desert. Walter Winchell didn't run a meth lab, Harmon. Doesn't matter. Virgil, I think we got ourselves a pair of real-life wise guys here. Wise guys? Yeah, you know, wise guys. Made men. Good fellas. Well, I thought they were good fellas, but after what you're telling me... You don't me... get it, Virg. I'm talking mafiosios. The mafia. Right here in Mucky Landing. And I'll just bet that mean little guy is actually the godfather. 
but they seemed so nice. They're vicious killers, Virgil. Be careful, or you'll wind up with your dog's head in your bed. Aloysius already sleeps in my bed. Puts his head right on my pillow, the little dickens. Yeah, but the rest of them isn't in the next room when he does it. So what are we going to do, Verge? <sighs> well, much as I hate to say it, I think we need to call Chief Chief. And stop booty sheets. Right. And buy a new toaster. Wait, what? Why do we need a new toaster? Well, apparently you can't toast avocados in the old one. No, Sal, stay in the car and keep the engine running. It's your fault I gotta do this. Oh, shit. Hi there. I'm Chris Polo, creator of Mucky Landing. I want to share something we're pretty excited about. Mucky Landing has been named an official selection of three festivals this year. The Miami Web Series Festival, the New Jersey Web Festival, and the Apulia Web Fest in Apulia, Italy. We'll definitely be going to New Jersey at the end of September and hope to get to Miami as well if we can swing it and would love to meet up with any of our local listeners while we're there, so hit us up. Also, I want to give a special shout out to our listeners in France and Israel. Thank you for keeping us at the top of your comedy fiction charts this summer. For our French listeners, je parle français, alors écrivez-nous en français si vous voulez. To our listeners in Israel, I can't ask you in Hebrew to write us, but we'd also love to hear from you. That goes for all our international listeners. Email us at mail at muckylanding.com. Now I need to tell you about all the wonderful people behind our little production. Locks, Socks, and Two Smoked Balonies featured Mike Polo as Virgil Slatter, Bruce Leister as Harmon Truesdale, Kevin Smith as Mitch Pohunk, John Zenzi as Nick Costello, and Steve Caparizio as Sal Bambino. Sound design and editing is by Mike Polo, and our theme song and incidental music is written and performed by the poetically infragable Jim Rezac. For more of Jim's music, check out jimrezacmusic.com. If you're enjoying Mucky Landing, a sort of a podcast, send us an email at mail at muckylanding.com. And we always appreciate it anytime you leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever you rate and review podcasts. You can't believe what a thrill it is for us when we hear from listeners. That's the only way we really have of knowing there's anybody out there listening to our show. You can also support us by leaving Harmon a tip to buy bologna at buymeacoffee.com slash muckylanding. And finally, visit our hardly ever updated website, where you can buy official Mucky Landing hats, t-shirts, and other merchandise. Please tell your friends about us. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk at you next time. Mm-hmm.